0: You're listening to an NRCH podcast.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, so today here, we're, I'm here with the mental health team. They are a public housing team. Uh, my name is Achut. So in this podcast, we're going to learn about what is mental health stigma and what does it look like in our community. When I say stigma in our communities, Marianne and Kuch are speaking from their own uh, experiences and perspectives. So for Kuch it will be from like the Sudanese and South Sudanese community. And for Marianne it will be from a Somali community perspective. We will also learn about the difference between mental health and mental illness. And just as well things, what can we do to challenge ideas and stigma. Before I introduce our guests, let's define what's mental health stigma. I spoke to Hamza at North Richmond Community Health. Hamza is our counselling and case worker at North Richmond Community Health. What is stigma?
0: Uh, stigma is when a person is made to feel different, perhaps because of the way they live or for their behaviours, and this leads them to being treated in a negative way as a result. And stigma really arises from a lack of understanding of the issue, and in this instance, mental illness. So it's about sort of ignorance and misinformation about mental illness. And some people can also have some negative attitudes or beliefs towards it. But that comes from their lack of knowledge of it, really.
1: And what is the difference between uh, mental health and mental illness, uh, Hamza?
0: So... Mental health really includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. And it also determines how we handle stress and relate to others and make choices in our lives. So mental health is important at every stage of our life, from childhood to adolescence through adulthood. And over the course of your life, if you experience mental health problems, your thinking, mood and behaviour could be affected. So there's lots of things to consider when you're talking about mental health problems, including, you know, it might be a biological reason such as genes or brain chemistry, or quite often it's about life experiences such as trauma or abuse, or a family history of mental health problems. Mental health problems are common, but there is lots of health about help available. And people with mental health problems can get better and many recover completely.
1: And would you say like uh, having uh, just uh, negative life experiences, trauma and things like that can lead to mental illness, such as like depression or anxiety?
0: Is that possible? It's, it is possible. I mean, there's There's some things where naturally um, we would feel low and depressed, say if someone we know gets ill or dies, they are normal parts of um, processing what's happened is feeling low and grief. And then there's other things and it's really about differentiating between mental illness and things that that can are natural parts of life where we feel low, and that's where you really need the help of a professional. And seeking help is really, um, it's never uh, to be. You should always try and get that help to just to understand.
1: so like uh, you've mentioned that uh, mental health stigma can arise from lack of knowledge. What are some things that we can do, like, to challenge stigma when we see it in our communities? or our circle of friends or family?
0: I think it really is talking openly about mental health and sort of educating yourself and others about mental health, but from really reputable sources, not just like a Google search, but trying to understand it. But also be conscious of the language that we use. So, you know, just off the cuff, not saying things like that person is crazy or I'm so OCD. And being empathetic and compassionate for those living with mental illness, and just be a advocate for mental health just in your everyday life with the small things you do. Being understanding, not judging, and educating yourself about mental health.
1: And one last word, uh, Hamza. Like, what would you um, what would you advise for people who are going through mental health problems or? If they know someone, what can they do? Like, what's the what's the first step they could take?
0: It's really about reaching out to resources, um, you know, such as North Richmond Community Health, your GP. Whether you're in the community and you've got young children, you can talk to your maternal child health nurse, you can talk to teachers at the school, you know, there's all different avenues. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, It's just really about taking that first step and reaching out for help for yourself or for someone else that's struggling.
1: So that was Hamza explaining what mental health stigma is. So speaking about like counseling and the importance of uh, getting support when you're struggling or you know someone who's struggling, we have here at North Richmond Community Health, our counseling casework team who are free, you know, confidential, culturally sensitive and also can be provided in your first language. Yes, see us here at North Richmond Community Health and ask about the Council and Casework team at reception, or you can call and speak about referrals, you know, to the Council and Casework Manager on 9418 9975. Just a content note, like a kind of content warning, we'll be discussing suicide if you or anyone you know is at risk, call Lifeline at 13 11 14 or call the suicide callback service 1-300-659-467. It's quite important to take people in your life who are showing signs of, of suicide ideation, so always reach out for help. I'll let my guests introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Marianne.
2: Mohamed, Healthier and Wellbeing Officer.
3: Uh, Hello, everyone. My name is Quich Johnson. Um, I've been working here at North Richmond for the past month, and I've had past experience working in the Northern Territory, uh, working in the mental health uh, sector as well.
1: So, Marianne, how do people in your Somali community view mental illness, and how do they respond to somebody who's going through mental health problems or mental illness?
2: I think really people from like such a civil area, Mm. and they don't have enough education, what is mental health and what what is mental illness. Mm. So to me, I will describe that people, if you talk about mental illness, they just think in someone the last stage, Mm. Like you know, running in the street without clothes. Yeah. And just close to the rubbish bin. Yeah. Very last stage of mental illness. And they doesn't aware the stages of mental illness. For example, they just feel a shame and they don't wanna really describe or how they feel. Yeah. And they scare and community have like a lot of issue if you say I have mental illness there is a lot of neglection Mm -hmm. neglected your neighbor Mm -hmm. your community they will talk about behind you and they just see abuse you but they don't mean it like to abuse you but that's the way they thinking you are They ask you, how do you have your kids?" For example, you have depression, Mm. you take billies, you take anti-medication of depression and then they will charge you on top and top that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, So do you have a word for stigma in your language? Because the word stigma is, you know, most people wouldn't know what it means. Like people who with low literacy levels, do you have a word for it in English? I mean in, in, in Somali.
2: Yeah, we have a word in Somali and that means Arabic is the same, mm. Jahiliya maybe, yeah. because people, they don't have enough education or knowledge mm. and the only, and they just hide it. Like, for example, many diseases. It's not only about mental illness, for example, HIV.
1: Yeah.
2: And the other one is TB and they afford all this because they think it is shame to say i have this illness mm. for example cancer if you have a cancer people will ask you direct question, when are you going to die
1: my goodness
2: so um, yeah. i remember my dad had a cancer and all the communities like most of them they just thinking my dad is last stage and he's going to die very soon and directly they come in and ask him when are you going to die
1: Oh my God. And
2: they calling me, he was palliative care and telling me, when are you dead going to pass away, mm. why he is still alive?
1: Yeah.
2: So it's not only for mental illness, I can say, it's like many diseases, for example, cancer, I take it, that and yeah. HIV, there's not enough knowledge. Yeah. And they think, if you say I have this, that's it, you will be neglected your own communities.
3: Um, I feel like with the mental health stigma, it's looked uh, it's had like a real negative view. So, if if you were to say to someone you had uh like a mental illness, a lot of people that don't really understand it, they mm. think um you're just messed up in the head, and like they just like they'll just avoid you, or like they won't try to help you. Yeah that's just looked down upon. So I feel like people that are suffering with mental illness, like they're scared to talk about
1: it mm. because
3: they feel like they'll be judged because of it.
1: So Marianne and Coach, why do you think people are scared or don't want to talk about mental health? Is there like some confusion around what mental health is, like the difference between mental health and illness? Just generally... Because
2: I think where many people are scared to lose their okay. dignity, number one, Mm. And for example, they knew to this system and knew to maybe, for example, in Australia mm. and they don't know what is the rule is if they talk about how they feel mm. and they're trying to avoid all this, like, you know, and keep it themselves, not able to say it out because they may scare. I have to go to hospital and look for help. Mm. I may lose my children. Mm. I may lose my community. Mm. They had other examples, like, you know, that happened around them. Mm. And they take an example that lady said, out, went to hospital, they locked in the hospital. No freedom. She doesn't have future. She mm. doesn't have kids. And that's like scaring a lot of people.
3: Yeah. I think with uh, like how I've grown up, like in the Sudanese community, mental health was not really like a big deal like it wasn't mm. really thought uh talked about mm. so and if like we did see someone with mental illness like it just be like your parents would look like a crazy person and let's say like that's he's got it. you know there's like he's just mm. he's, uh, let's say that's mental illness
1: mm. that's
2: but it.
3: there's like so many different levels to it and yeah i feel mm. like a lot of communities don't understand that
1: yeah, yeah. so like yeah. pretty much you know going back to what marianne was yeah. saying like people see it at the, the last, last stage, stage you last stage, know, and yeah. they just see that that's mental illness. That's mm-hmm. it. And, you know, another question. So how would you, and as a, part of our job is to educate our own communities, like about mental health and mental illness and just how to cope and support families. So what would? how would you tell your community the difference between mental health and mental illness?
3: I feel like with uh, mental health, like... Not everyone's mentally ill, but everyone needs to look after their mental health. Yeah. But like, um, just like having people to talk to when you're having a difficult time, just doing activities that uh, like make you feel better.
1: Yeah.
3: I think people that are suffering with mental illness, like they, um, it's a lot harder for them. So they have to seek out um, like different health services that can support them.
1: And Marianne, what do you think? Is you know, is there like strategies that you can give on how people can support, support family or friends or people they have noticed that are having mental health problems because of you know certain life situation they're experiencing?
2: To me, I don't ask it them directly. Do you no. have mental illness? Yeah. But I gently ask it. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Is there is anything that you worried about? And then they talk about, yeah. and then you see which label they are, then you just is supporting emotionally and what is stressing them, mm. if you can help you with that. And we face a lot of challenges, I and mean, I showed a lot related about formerly violence, cases, housing issue. So that's kind of a little bit stressing them and overwhelming them. Yeah. And we help them that and sometimes we see like it they need a like professional help like the society mm-hmm. having one three nine we refer to the hospital like San and State Program mm-hmm. and like you know we support referral like to the mm-hmm. like you know professional like counselors who are able to help them but I think he they time like for example, if they call us, we answer, we talk to them. And just in not saying you have mental illness. Because they run away if you say you have mental illness. But some people you just decide what do you do during day? How do you cope your daily life? Then you know they are doing well. They're doing great like during daytime they're able to manage their stress and that's like you know difference between mental illness and mental health. Yeah. But you cannot ask it. The most communities, like it's not like only African background. A lot of immigrants is like they have and this just, issue. And just you know, letting yeah.
1: everyone know that uh, looking after your mental health doesn't mean that you have a mental illness. Yeah. yeah. Like for example, some people go to the gym like to look after their you know their they body, deny. like to maintain. Yeah. For other reason, release stress and things like that. Yes, yeah. But. If you go like for counsellor or something doesn't mean you have mental illness, maybe you're just going dealing with a stressful time in your life and you want to cope with that.
2: The problem is if I add to that, I think uh, I was dealing a lot of like what happened in my building where I live on 39 after Mm. suicide Mm. and the housing workers coming and offering people to seek for counsellors and many people affording to contact it, to answer phone is and they coming to me and telling me Marianne they're they making us very weak mm. they just didn't ask like oh Boa how do you feel today mm. and they make us like look at very down mm. and I think he, many people you know they know the aware cultural background, mm. if you talk about gentle and soft weight, some people might think, like, you know, you're making me weaker, mm. not strong enough.
1: Mm. And
2: I have, like, this, like, Asian lady. Yeah. You remember we helped yeah. this lady. And she, she afford to contact them. She just knocking my door and talking to me how did she feel. She shared with me. And she afforded contacted them, like, professionalists, mm. like counselors. She said, Maria, they make me weak. I don't want to listen to that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: beep, beep. <laughs> and I'm like, you yeah. know, yeah.
2: that was like, like very understandable
1: yeah.
2: to me because she's like feeling pain and she needed action instead of like, you know, really, I think it approaching like a harder way. Mm-hmm. She brought her. How are you doing? Do you need any support? But like you know, very gentle way she feels like very weak.
1: Yeah, so I guess everyone, you know, is different in the kind of uh, yeah, you know, approach they want. So some people don't want to hear about like oh, poor you, yeah, and things like that. It's just saying that you know what happened is unfortunate and yeah, yeah like some people prefer more of a yeah assertive way.
2: Yeah, that's what they're rejecting counsellors. They say, only talking, Marianne. What is, what, is, what is the benefit of only talking to someone? Yeah. I, don't, I can't talk to my friends. I don't wanna, if they're only yeah. talking to me, I don't want to talk to them. Mm. And that's it. Done. Mm. They don't know the benefit of counselling. So they want
1: like a solution. Solution. based counselling. Yep. That's it. And I think it's really, you know, a great point because then you can express that when you access counselling, you can say that that's what are you looking for because they ask you that when you first, uh, you know, see a counsellor, what are you hoping to achieve from the session? Because some people just want to talk about the problems instead of like, um, yeah, keeping it in. Yeah. And another point is like some people say, I can just talk to my friends or my family. And recently I'm trying to educate like, you know, people within my communities and like why talking to someone else other Mm. than friend or family is Mm. beneficial the next question is like our stigma in the wider australian community versus your own community like what is the differences and similarities the stigmas uh of things you've heard or things you've seen like your community do or you know, the general, because stigma is still very strong within still the wider Australian community, but some people say, oh, you know, in their community, it's a lot more intense or there's a few differences, there's a few similarities.
3: Well, uh, some of the similarities I've noticed is, especially with males, it's like we're brought up to not be emotional. Mm. So, like, if you're just going through something, they'll just tell you to just suck it up and keep on moving. Yeah. Even though you can be like dealing with something. Yeah. Mm. So, like I think it's harder for males to talk about what they're going through.
1: Yeah.
3: Just because of that. And that's like in I think um like immigrant and also just like wider communities yeah. is like yeah. yeah, very common. Yeah. Um
1: yeah. Any differences or it's, you I think it very it.
2: much the same, mm. like, you know, but it's like more to immigrant people than white Australian. Mm. So because they traumatise mm. their background, trauma is a big issue in our communities. And it's still they feel in pain inside and sometimes it's like it's very hard to say it, how they feel. Mm. But if you just look at their body the language will tell you more. Mm. They feel so tired and look very down always. Yeah. And I think it's very hard to understand it. Yeah. Sometimes it's when they come, take to your anger. Yeah. Without no reason. Yeah. And we don't know why. Mm. But if you know how to deal with like, you know, these communities. And now they've been through a lot of trauma. Mm. and have a like a gentle voice respectful
1: yeah they will able to trust you yeah so what what are things we can do like to challenge stigma when we hear or see it in our life within family friends and in the workplace as well yeah i think yeah what like what i mean with you know what are things we can do to challenge stigma when when we hear it or see it, if we say like, oh, don't talk to this person, they're crazy or, mm. you know, are these people, you know, they do this or like. Uh, so what can we say to people instead, like um, to challenge the way they see people who are struggling with mental illness
2: mm.
1: or just people
3: who are struggling with their mon- mental health or. Yeah. Mm. um. I don't know, you can just tell people like, to n- not make assumptions really mm. before they fully like understand what that person is going through.
2: Correct, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, mm. yeah, I don't know, just continuing to like uh, raise more awareness on mental health. Mm. Correct, Because yeah. I think more people are starting to like have a better understanding of it now. Yeah. Just to keep pushing that. Correct,
1: yeah. 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 And Marianne, do you have anything else to add? Or? I, I think you
2: could just mention good point is really, and I agree, with will all what he said already and people i think you are the same Mm -hmm. respected them the same Mm -hmm. don't make them they from different like background all the people are the same respected them treat them the same yeah and especially don't you know assume this person have this Mm -hmm. until you know it yeah so so, sometimes i remember new to australia (laughs) i've been in the office one time yeah and lady was like talking to me body language and stopping me like to stop like body language. Yeah. And she ran away and grab interpreter for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An And interpreter was there and he was speaking to me language. And I say, I don't need any help. Mm. Why, why did you go and ask him? Did yeah. I asked you? Yeah. So make sure this person Mm. will speak to you if they ask it you something just to help them what they ask it but don't assume
1: yeah true.
2: so yeah that's what i'm thinking like you know i take it that's a good example really
1: yeah yeah oh. thank you everyone if do you have any other final words
3: um if you're going through mental illness or if you know someone that is uh, suffering from mental health issues or Mm. Illnesses to just be there, support them. Mm. Um, there's like a lot of different um, services that you can go to. There's like, uh, off the top of my head, there's Beyond Blue, there's mm. the Suicide Helpline. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, there's so many out there. Yeah. And yeah, just being there to support people and just continue to educate yourself about mental health. Correct. Mm. And.
2: Good for yeah. squid, really. Yeah. Thank you, everyone.
1: Thank you. I've enjoyed this short podcast. And we'll see you in the next episode, maybe. See
2: you. Right. Thank, you Achute. Thank you,
1: And for people listening out there, if you know anyone who's struggling with their mental health, always, in, if you or yourself, always, you know, your GP, your doctor is always your first point of contact we have doctors here at north richmond community health you can talk to them about how you're feeling or you can make an appointment with one of our counselors here at north richmond community health or if you know anyone in your life who's having a personal crisis or thinking of suicide or yourself if you're thinking of suicide contact lifeline at 13 11 14 or suicide callback service at one 659 467 or you can just call triple zero or present to one of the hospital emergencies to have them assessed. Thank you.